another episode of ASX Market Goss. For no more than 30 minutes, we're going to dig a little deeper with AXS listed small cap companies and their focus, the future, the highs, the lows and what's next. And part of the conversation is to get to know our guest at a personal level. Their experiences, their mentors, slips and slides, even down to their coffee of choice and life away from the share price and investment making decision. Maybe their sporting team or how they kill time. Today's guest is David Sumich, Executive Chairman of DMC Mining. ASX code is DMM. David, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tim. Very happy to be here. Have a chat. Sumich? Sumich? Let's go with that. Uh, Sumich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Sumich man. There's a yeah. lot of people who go the other way with Sumich. Yeah. yeah. And I often hear from the from the name of the people with that through my sporting connections. They don't care how you say it, but I'll go with Sumich because yep. I reckon it's got a good ring to it. Yep, sounds good. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, well, thanks for coming in. Just in simple terms, um, you're a well-travelled and very experienced in the mining uh, field, so over 25 years. A lot of your work and life has been spent in Africa, still very strongly aligned there as well. Yeah, Tim, so Africa um, has been good in terms of mining. There's been some very, very good projects that I've been associated with over the years. Uh, it's clearly got risk, political risk, um, and and I think we've typically tried to manage that risk with the project opportunities. Uh, generally speaking, the opportunities are better in Africa, um, but as I say, you've got to manage that political risk, and that's been challenging, but... Uh, yeah, it, it typically it's been quite good. Tell us the journey of DMC Mining because it's had it's uh, it's not come and gone. That's not the right word. Well, it probably has instantaneously, but yep. at the same time, if we we go back through its history, just uh, give us a bit of a snapshot in regards to DMC Mining. Yeah, so the 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 name the first name we IPO'd uh, DMC Mining in two thousand and seven, and then we acquired an iron ore project in in the Republic of Congo. And this was very successful, is when the iron ore uh, price was was um, was running, so to speak, and we got taken over. So, uh, and that was good outcome for all shareholders. Um, then uh, the actual company got delisted and deregistered. So when the same directors came around just recently to to um, start again, we we thought that the name sort of um, had some gravitas and some shareholders still remembered it. So we thought that was uh, just to keep the name going. Yep. Makes sense. So yep. it's a win-win all round. That's right. Yep. Uh, look, and can I just, in regards to now, of course, it's DMC Mining. Yep. But your AX, ASX code, when people are trying to search it up and possibly investors yep. and shareholders, is DMM. Mm. Um, can you pull some strings there, or what's going on with that? Are you happy yeah. with that? No. Well, well, it, we we get what we're given by the <laughs> by the ASX. <laughs> Um, it would have made a lot more sense to us, but unfortunately, the code DMC is already taken by another company. Um, I think it's a dairy company, actually. So, um, <laughs> we, yeah, so we're stuck with DMM. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't make any difference yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to to the business. How is the business going at the moment, and where are you focusing? Yeah, Tim. So, so we listed in December two thousand and twenty-one. At the time, the market was uh, quite buoyant. Uh, we raised five million dollars. We had very early stage projects. Uh, Fraser Range and at Ravensthorpe. So the journey so far, um, we haven't had a lot of exploration success, but up until what's exciting now is this recent acquisition that we've we've got in the Fraser Range, and this is quite unique, very, very exciting. So we, we uh, 
it's essentially a, a change of fortunes for us uh, right at this point. Um, so going forward now, it's, um, yeah, looking very good. Okay, well, explain that. When you say it's a change of fortune and the, and the forecast is for something a little bit brighter for the company, tell us what that is. Yeah, so, so our projects, in the, if we look at the Fraser range, um, it's had some, uh, one big deposit is Nova, Nova Bollinger. And since Nova, Tim, there hasn't been a lot of success in the Fraser range. So our projects were early stage. We've done some, some thorough work, but essentially hasn't turned up a lot. So, but we're, we're focused on the margin of the Yulgarn, and this project that we've picked up is, is exciting because it's had a lot of work done, and, and the, uh, it's got proven, essentially proven potential. So 3,000 metres, uh, quite good grades of nickel, um, been dropped by IGO because it didn't meet their criteria or their style of mineralisation, um, but we're looking at it with different eyes under a different style of mineralisation, essentially Cambelda style, or even it could be like Julimar on the other side of the Yulgarn. So it's advanced, it's got proven potential, and this is what DMC hasn't had before. Um, and we've had a couple of hit and misses. So this is why it's particularly exciting for us. So you're working in the nickel space for yep. this. Um, are you looking at, every time I have someone in here, they go, yeah, 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 we're... Nickel's the focus, or a, a, a particular uh, focus is one, but we're not adverse to branching out. Are you in that same space? Um, our, our preference is fairly and squarely in nickel. Yeah, it, nickel deposits are, are, are terribly hard to, to find, yeah. um, especially nickel sulphide. Nickel laterite's a bit different. So, um, but if you hit one... The market is will re definitely re-rate you, and a lot of the corporate activity in nickel um, with takeovers is, is in nickel. A lot of companies will grab, say, for example, lithium, if if there's an opportunity there. We're not quite in that camp. Um, we're building out good expertise in nickel, good technical expertise. Uh, we're, we're we're focused, so it's unlikely we'll waver, especially to say lithium, but unlikely, you know gold or, or something like that, or a bulk commodity, yeah. We're talking to David Summers, Executive Chairman of DMC Mining, ASX Code is DMM, 25 years in the industry, and we've talked about you've covered plenty of ground in through Africa and the like. And now, I saw a uh, an interview or a post back in March in regards to, to Ravensthorpe. Yes. Uh, where does that sit? You've spoken about the Fraser Range. Where does Ravensthorpe, was there any confidence levels there? Yeah, so Ravensthorpe is a, is a very, very uh, prospective um, Critical Metals Province. We've got the Ga Galaxy Lithium Mine, Rav8 was in production there, Nickel Sulphide, uh, Ravensthorpe, um, sort of the first quantum Ravensthorpe mine is there as well. So it's a very good area, again, on the margins of the Yulgarn. So we've done a lot of work and we've got a very good target there that we want to drill um, very shortly. We're getting slowed down a little bit. The new um, Cultural Heritage Act is is affecting us. We've got some farmers that uh, that, um, uh, that that it affects the farm where our targets are, and it's also um, from an environmental point of view. There's some uh, protected areas that we have to make sure that we um, work around that those areas. For someone that's been in the industry as long as yourself, are you dealing with this shifting space that your industry is now working in? I talk about the cultural heritage and. Yep. And the land rights and the likes uh, yep. is it is it is it difficult? Is it are you, is it a learning process for someone like you who've been around the block a few times? Um, 
So miners have always accepted the miners have always done cultural heritage agreements with with claimant groups. So it's not new to us. There's some changes. The big changes are affecting farmers, freehold, freehold guys. Um, so and this is what we're facing on this farm ground. So they're, they're quite concerned and. What it's meaning to, for us, take, take for example us, we, at Ravensville, we've got a very, very pro-mining farmer. He loves us. But now he's concerned to let us on his ground because of what it means for him from a cultural heritage point of view. So you have to do your due diligence in regards to that. Is he relying on you to do it right? Or is that also his responsibility? The, the problem is he's just, he's concerned and it's unknown. It's, and so he, and when, what happens when it's like that is, People just pause and they just wait. And have they, you paused down there? We are being forced to pause, yes. We are paused down there. And that's because the farmer is not certain as to if he lets us on, what are the ramifications? And this is this is this is the problem, yeah. And where's your confidence levels that you can work through this eventually? I think quite high confidence that we'll, we'll get there. That the issues are time and cost. And and for a junior like DMC, cost is very, very relevant. Yeah, cost is king. Yeah, yeah. And this is what we're finding as well. We're finding cost for, with the heritage generally is going up and this is another layer, um, mm. you know, is, is, is affecting us. So, yeah. Got to get it right. Yeah. That's yeah. the key. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to make the mistake. Yeah. Hey, DMC Mining Executive Chairman David Swimich is in the ASX Market Goss Chair today and, uh, of course, you can check them out on the ASX, D-double-M-D-M-M. Um, in regards to... Um, the, the shareholder and the investors that you've got, what's your messaging to them about patience? Is patience important right now in the industry or...? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's hard to get that message across. Um, it, it is. Uh, shareholders are very drilling-focused. Yep. So if, 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 and very news-flow-focused, and that's fair enough. They, they will shift, they'll go to the next company that's got some news or about to drill. So it, it's um is that in is that in need of they want reward for input they want reward for their money straight away or do you have a lot of patient shareholders and investors with you that have are prepared to wait? We we think we're fortunate in that we do have. That's I mean, the, we've got a very good broking firm, CPS Capital, um, uh, uh, behind us. Um, so we yes, so we, we're fortunate in that regard. Um. But we have to keep 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 moving and keep keep delivering on results, um, and and of course because if you go back to the market to raise more money, they'll they'll look at your past performance and, and the like. We're going to get to a bit know a bit more about the team in the moment, of which you're the executive chairman of, and uh, who is in behind the team and and the likes, and and also Londo Nickel, which is yes. something you've got a connection to as well. Soon to go public, is that? Yes, yes. Uh, this is Nickel as well. It has been in um, been going for a couple of years, and it's offshore nickel, um, so in Norway and in Madagascar, and this is um, these are advanced projects, um, and we hope to list uh, into this year. Nice, yeah, right. yeah. more on that in a brief moment. Londo nickel. Uh, uh, now to you, David, and we we like to just get a little bit closer to our guests on a personal front as well. Yep. On any given day, when you go into work mode. You've had your coffee, you've had your shave, you've had your shower and you're ready to go. What's the first thing you do around the business? What's the very first thing you do? 
I do, I do, uh, uh, the very first thing I do is check what projects um, <laughs> might be might be available. Okay. That we, that have been dropped by another company. Okay. Um, it's a very, very competitive uh, uh, business and this process of picking up peggings or picking up opportunities is, comes down to essentially every 15 minutes. And, and, and so hence why I do it first, because if a project's been dropped last night, I've got to peg it before someone else does. And, and so do it first rather than if, if I do it at 11am, for example. And this is how this last opportunity came um, a, a, as well. So as I say, there's, yeah, it's extremely competitive um, in, that, in that space of, of pegging. Um, we have to look at what's dropped and then look if it's an opportunity for, for DMC. Yeah. Do you go through emails and uh, see what the – are you a daily share price watcher? No. No. I'm, I'm, so if I'm I ask not... you right now, and we're doing this podcast on the 28th of July, would you know what your share price is today? Uh, I, I, I check it, but only a couple of times per day. <laughs> yeah, so times per day. Yeah, is it an early? Are you are you an early bird? Do you get in early to have a look at the start and then maybe uh, at the finish? So I get in just before eight, which is at the moment is just when the market opens. But I'm not. I'm. I don't consider myself super uh, price conscious, like I think a lot of other directors are. Uh, from what I understand, they they watching it all the time and every, you know, if, if there's a move, say. Whatever it might be, say down, they're they they're extremely anxious to do something about it. Of course, I want the share price to always go up, but I'm not. I don't sort of watch it religiously or sort of all day. A kettle never boils, is that right? And a watch kettle never boils or something. So you've yeah. got to be careful that you just sit there and nothing changes. So you can't yeah. do much about it apart from yeah. do what you yeah. do well. Yeah. What's your coffee of choice? Uh, so long Mac. Okay. Long Mac. How many up. times a day do you? I'll, I would I would keep going if they were in front of me. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So, so you know, at least two. Nice. I have two before I even get to work. Ah, uh, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right. What about yeah. inspirations or mentors, David? David Sumich is our guest in the ASX Market Goss. We're talking to him, Executive Chairman of DMC Mining. Who are your mentors? Who have you over the journey? And it's been a long time. You're into your, well into your third decade. Yeah. So so um uh. There's, there's a couple. So uh, George Jones, um, iron ore, um, very, very well respected iron ore guy. I, I got to meet him uh, a couple of times only. Um, so he, he stands out in the, in the mining space. Um, outside mining, but I still consider them mentor Warren Buffett. I'm a big, big Warren Buffett fan. I'm a, a bit of a closet investor. And... and um, and his investing uh, methodology, I sort of really like to like to emulate from outside of yeah outside of mining. Yeah, interesting. Do you have a work motto? We've got a white wall in this uh, very plush surroundings of where we're doing this podcast. Big white wall. If I was to give you a marking pen, what would you write on there in regards to your daily motto or your work ethic motto? Yep, I'm a I'm I'm a believer in uh, uh, one motto that I I. Well, there's probably maybe two. One is one is um, uh, show me your friends, and I'll show you future. Um, so, align yourself with good good people, essentially. Um, so, and, and the other one is ninety uh, percent of success is just turning up. So, nice. so it, it it and I think that's a quote from 
Woody Allen, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and and uh, so so focus and and persistence uh, does get rewarded. Um, so that that yeah, I like and, it. And that's yeah. I was sent this uh, by one of my real estate mentors. I, I do real estate mm. with the agency group, and um, I'm only new in the game. Mm. And at the moment, mm. listings are tight. They're mm. really tight. Mm. And he sent me this. He said, two things define you. Your patience when you have nothing mm-hmm. and your attitude when you have everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Nails it yeah. for me. Yeah. Right now, struggle to get listings as a yeah. newcomer in the yeah. game. Yeah. But when I do get them, yeah. basically, you know, it's how yeah. you deal with that yeah. when you've got yeah. them all. So yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, um, tell us a bit about your team. Tell us a bit about maybe even your board at DMC Mining, about the experience on the board and, and what they bring and also your office stuff or your daily stuff. Yeah, so we've, we, we kept the same team. And, uh, this is going back to the start of our conversation is about DMC and back in the 2010 and why it made sense to keep uh, the same name. And that's because we had exactly the same team. So it was the original team of myself, Bruce Franzen, and, and uh, William or Chubb with them. Uh, we, and, and so that, that worked well there. So we had the same guys to, to the list. Uh, Chubb, is, Chubb is a technical guy. And Bruce is is um, uh, the CFO and also uh, director. So both very good ASX experience. Chubb has now left the board. He's got other other um, uh, initiatives he, he's doing. And we've got Frank Knezovich from Nova Legal now on the board. Um, in terms of technical now, we've got CSA Global, um, who are one of the really big firms. Um, we think that's important because uh, when it comes to nickel, as we touched on earlier, Nickel's pretty difficult, and 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 we think there is a difference in geology and technical ability, particularly when it comes to nickel. We think it's just it's it's more of a ch- it's more challenging technically. So so we uh, so CSA and with their nickel expert, um, we think it will make a difference for us. Mm. Yeah, um, you, you you seem through this conversation telling me how nickel is not your everyday. Uh, it sounds like it's difficult. Sounds like you know we talked about the patience game. Mm. Um, is the end result what you're aiming for? Is it quite lucrative? The end result for for shareholders and investors. Why are you so hell bent on staying the nickel course? Because I'm I'm not saying you, I, I may have mis, misread this play, but am I hearing that it's a lot more difficult to mine and find of quality than others? Yeah. So um, it we, it is. Um, you, you're seeing in the takeover space, most of it or a lot of it is around nickel. So because it's rarer, those that do find it, they're getting re-rated. The, cat, the catalyst is, I think it's a bit bigger. Gotcha. So we're fixed on it. One is because we like the critical metal space and the EV story generally. We think that's a good story, the way the world, decarbonisation, electrification, I like that theme. So if you're going to play that theme, your choices are essentially uh, nickel, manganese, cobalt, um, uh, uh, or graphite. Sort of one of those, if you're playing that sort of EV theme. Yep. Out of then narrowing it down after that, we you sort of we, we land at nickel. I think it's the, it's the new copper, essentially. Uh, copper's always um, in demand. And it's more stable, but I think nickel will, will essentially morph into another version of copper. Um, and I don't think it'll have. I think lithium is a bit of a boom bust situation. So I think 
Um, uh, yeah, so that's yeah. Your field team, tell us a bit about those who are. Uh, where are they at the moment? Those who are out there drilling holes, and where are you at? Yeah, so so Tony Donahue's based in uh, Tasmania. He, he'll he'll fly over, um, but the rest of the team is 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 Perth, um, Perth base uh, office in in the city. We share it with other ASX companies, and and that works magnificently because uh, you can share ideas. And we've got other geos in there. You're passing notes around and ideas and all sorts of things like that. And that, so it's not only from a cost point of view, but as I say, from 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 ideas. So yeah, but based in the in the city. For someone that's been around this uh, the mining game for you know, as I said, in excess of twenty five years, or three decades and the like. Descri- describe if again, I ask you to give me a, a paragraph describing David Swimmage's achievements inside. Yeah, your own um, opinion. Not, not. I don't. You're not paying a public relations no, company. No. Own, tell me what you think the outside world thinks of you, and what you would like people to see you for your experience. Uh, well, uh, I'm particularly proud of the IPOs. IPOs are hard to do, um, and I've done uh, so. DMC, then did Volta, uh, did or did Globe, Globe. Um, well, at the time, it was Globe Uranium in two thousand and six. DMC Volta uh, and now DMC again and about to do Londo. Yep. So I, I they they're the they're the achievements I I um uh, I'm sort of proud of, um but I think uh, uh, the DMC one takeover is particularly pleasing because it actually just made people a lot of money. Um, so this is the Tony Sage. Yes. Kate Lambert yes. one. Yes. Yes. Correct. Correct. So that was uh, essentially a $5 million market cap. Two years later, we went to the GFC, was particularly challenging. And I think that's also what made it very rewarding personally was that we, six months prior to the takeover, we were essentially nearly bankrupt, partly because of the GFC. No one would give us a cent. And then six months later, we got the takeover. So, so um, yeah, so at the end of the day, I find this rewarding to build value, building value in a company typically equates to making shareholders money. That's what they were all there for, not, not to be greedy in any way, but but ultimately it's about That's what they play. Yeah. 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 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I, I love you. You're incredibly positive, um, and I've found that over our chat so far. Um, what do you do outside of this game? What are your interests? Do you follow sport? I, I used to follow... A lot of AFL. Um, so, so Peter's a cousin. Yep. Um, and and uh, but I've sort of gone off a, a little bit of, of AFL. Um, yep. I don't know if it coincides with with the Eagles not doing so well. And is this is this a recent <laughs> move or is it just over time? Uh, just over time. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe I find the game a little bit sterilised, if that's the right word. I mean, yep. I used to love it when Brendan Favola, um, Jason Dunstall. Um, even sort of characters like um, Ackermanus, yeah, yep. uh, Mark Jackson, yeah, and, and that's gone out of the game. It's now, now a business. It's yeah, a, it's not really four premiership points. Yeah, I'm with you. You've you've got all the players are essentially the same, and, and I don't think I think players like, for example, Tony Lockett. I I think he might even struggle to get a game these days. 
Yep. Because he's got to run down. Yep. You know, run down. You can't stand down. in the goal square. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So right. yeah, the game's changed and it's, and it's lost your interest. What, yeah. what do you did you follow anything else? So so um, the, the international sports, like take for example, what's on right now is the women's um, the women's uh, World Cup. Yep. Um, I'm going to a game next week. Nice. Um, uh, the Colombia Morocco game. Yep. Um, not a great soccer fan, but when it's World Cup, I I, I think it's great. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, that and Olympics. Um, yeah, other, other okay. Most. And other interests? Is there any music? Are you a, pr- a prolific reader? Do you cycle? I'm a, I'm a big reader. Yeah, yeah. Books I, I, or books? Kindles? No, um, no nonfiction. So it's it's um, uh, nearly anything nonfiction, especially financial financial type books. So I try and get through at least twenty a year. What are you reading books. right now? So right now it's. Um, it's it's the, it's called the greatest trade ever, and it revolves around a guy called John Paulson, around the GFC, and and he bet uh, uh, he, he he predicted the, the essentially the crash of the housing market in America, and he found the, so there's been some movies about this um, the Big Short for example, but John Paulson made twenty billion dollars by uh, by essentially predicting the housing collapse, and he was a he was a hedge fund manager so the book goes through that. That sort of that yeah. that detail, and so, and and you talked about the GFC earlier in regards to, yeah. to to DMC, so it has some relevance to the space. Yes, yes, yeah. The timing, exactly. That's yeah, the book you're reading yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, do you travel? Do you like to travel? I mean, I know you've spent plenty of time, you know, through the through Africa and the like. Do you, do you travel and do you do the sites, or do you like to get away from the hustle and bustle of what you do? Uh, so so traveling is, is interesting. I've, yes, as you say, I've, I've been a big traveller just through work. I don't travel. I think it's for me. It's lost its novelty to trade just for holidays. Um, so it's mainly work, but I do enjoy it. But but not too much of it. You know, uh, you got conferences to so take for example what's called the Indaba conference in Africa, in, in Cape Town. That that's uh, a very big conference, a good one. Yeah. Um, so I like to go to that, um, but little um, holiday outside of the outside of the conference. Yeah, so not not a great deal of holidaying. Yeah, tell us what the short, the mid, and the long term of DMC mining is for those who are investing and are confident, or keen to invest, or shareholders who might want to attach themselves to DMC mining. Tell us, tell us the the, the long game and the short game and the mid game. Yeah, so so the the, the short game revolves around this new acquisition, Talon Ridge. Um, and, and the proven potential of it, uh, and and we want to work that up. Now, uh, DMC is a market cap at the right amount at the moment around four million, so it nearly doesn't get much lower these days. And so, th- there is there is a catalyst there once we do more work on on Talon Ridge. The medium and long term, I, I I've got great um, uh, hopes as you'd expect for for, for DMC, and I like. I liken the company a bit like uh, one company that I, I quite like the way they work is is, is Jindalee. Yep. And and they they've done a magnificent job of acquiring projects. Uh, they'll do some work, um, and they will commercialise those acquisitions, and 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 they've been very good at that. And uh, then they don't have to go back to the market and raise much more money. So they've been very successful. I know one of the guys on the board. I know a couple of them, but. And I, and I sort of longer term or medium and long term, I see DMC uh, uh, to emulate essentially um, Jindalee and uh, 
and that's been that company's been very very good for shareholders. Um, so yeah, that's uh... your confident levels. Your confidence levels. I know you're very bullish, and you know I, I've sensed that. What's your confidence levels like right now? Yeah, very good. You know, it's it, it's um, it, it's the it's challenging. You know, and, and it's hard. In one respect, it's hard in the junior space. You you, you to raise money and uh, exploration is difficult. But we've had a good track record at acquiring projects that that um, that have got legs and got potential. Well, you look every fifteen minutes, don't you? Isn't that what you do? That's right. That's right. First thing you do in the morning. So, so yeah. See what's out there. So I I don't want to be overconfident. How long do you grab onto one? If you grab onto one and, and take one over. How long do you work it out? Go, ah, uh, okay, fail, bang, we move on. Have you done that? Does that happen often? Uh, yes, yes, that 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 happen, okay. happens quite quite a lot. Yeah. So you don't waste your time if you if you yeah, you yeah, think okay, yeah, I can see yeah. some potential, but if that yeah. potential doesn't live up quickly or with a time frame on yeah. it, do yeah. you just move on. Yeah, de- definitely. Yeah, especially for, for early stage projects, you yeah. have to be. It's, uh, we've been talking about sort of cultural heritage and all sorts of things, all very expensive. You yeah. have to be able to move on very very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, very confident with, with DMC. You've got a good team. We've done it before. Um, we've got good backers, but I don't want to be, uh, you know, t- too overconfident. Things like the GFCs were saying, can, it's, it's, a, it's a challenging space um, you know, for, for, for juniors. Now, unlike most of our guests, you've come in with some notes here. Have you, have you covered off any of your topics? <laughs> this was going to be regarding Talon Ridge in case we, we delved more into go into, of, go into that, it, you know, go but that, that was go yeah, into Tally yeah, Ridge. You've touched yeah, on it, you've yeah, touched on it. Yeah, it's yeah. your air time. <laughs> yeah, tell us, it so, says very, I can see at the very top, yes, very exciting, very exciting for DMC. <laughs> go through your points. You've got so, is that nine points you've got there? You've uh, even got you've got more papers as well. You've got investor so, presentation. Well, yes, have you done that? yes, no, well, the investor presentation is, is um. Is, is the previous one, but the this night is very so, unlike our guest to be prepared like you. You've been very <laughs> impressive, David. And he's coming. He's coming with a platform. I love it. Yeah. So. So. Uh, well, yeah. So the, so because it's topical that we only announced Talon Ridge yesterday. Um, so it, it's uh, the amount. Of, so there's been about three and a half million dollars being spent on it, and and so three thousand meters of drilling, geochemistry, rock chips, and and geophysics. So this is where the the ideal project for a junior, in my opinion, is one that's had enough work being done on it to prove the potential, but not so much that it's actually been killed and been tested and there's nothing nothing there. So this one sort of fits right in that sweet spot for us. Um, being on the Yilgarn uh, and the margins of the Yilgarn uh, is, is, is exciting. It's, it's access is good, heritage is good. Um, so as I say, it ticks all those boxes from an exploration perspective, and the fact that it's been previously drilled um, is, is, uh, is, is why it's exciting for us, yeah. Keep going. What else you no, got? No, I think that's... Covered I, it I, off. I think I've covered it off. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's, that, that's, all the, that's all the main points. we just got to go and get it granted. Um, half the heritage... Uh, half, there's two heritage groups. Over, one of them's been signed. The other one hasn't been signed yet, so that's a... Uh, you know, a, a potential, um, uh, not not an issue. These things typically aren't an issue, but can can take some time. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, we, we, we move on and fully test it. Oh, yeah. we got there. <laughs> well, so Talon Ridge, so, so again, where is that? 
So it's it's in it's part of the Fraser range, yep. um, but we're actually not in the Fraser range. We're actually in the Yulgarn, which yes. which is why this is 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 good. So it's about two hundred kilometres east of Kalgoorlie. Well, you've heard it first. He, he was very bullish, and I can tell you he's got notes, he's got presentations, he's got everything in front of him. He's coming prepared to tell us about Talon Ridge, and this is all part of DMC Mining. The ASX code is DMM. So if you are listening to this podcast, I've got a sneaking suspicion uh, that all of a sudden prick the ears up of our listeners. I'm sure they'll be getting a, a part of that. I appreciate you coming in. It's been a, yep, a good yep, chat, good yep, to know about you, good yep. to know about your journey, and everyone who I've spoken to in the lead-up to this said you, you've got a wealth of knowledge and experience, and I've got a feeling that... Talon Ridge might be uh, with a man that comes in with preparation like that. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, thanks for dropping by. Thanks, Tim. Yep, pleasure. Yep. David Summich, DMC Mining, DMM. Okay, that is another episode of ASX Market Goss. Your feedback's important. Make a comment, like us, share us, tell us you, tell your colleagues about us, your counterparts, all the community. Spread the word. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you're listening, iTunes, like us, follow us, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and RSS.com. We love your feedback. Keep an ear and an eye out for our next episode. Until then, we'll keep digging to find out more guests to chat with about their ASX small cap journey. But David Sumich, DMC Morning, thanks for dropping by. Thanks, Tim. Cheers. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of the material as legal, tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. ASX Market Goss and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by ASX Market Goss or any third party to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments in this or any other jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the securities laws of such jurisdiction.